Hello everybody and welcome back to Grand Terra Adventures, where I am echoing in Jack's headset. <laughs> uh, I am Sis Taku, the Again. GM. Yeah, again. I am Sis Taku, the GM for Grand Terra Adventures and Executive Producer. And with me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Nerali, the Tiefling Cleric Monk. And Fakir. Sorry, Jack. Yes, I, I'm Fakir. I'm playing Jack, the human gamer. <laughs> Wait, I mean, I mean the other thing. I mean the other thing. I'm Jack, and I play Fakir, the elf warlock. Now, now we learn the truth. It's actually just Fakir piloting Jack. Jack is a meat puppet. And Cody. I'm Cody, playing Dane, the Mystic Rogue. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I play Lavis, the Halfling Cleric. And William. I'm William. I'm playing Graza, the Half Orc Bloodhunter. And Sarah. And Sarah. I play Maeve, the Blue Mage. And when last we left our heroes, they were in a fight club. Uh, Lavis had just choked out her opponent, Shinbreaker. His, but yes. Did I say her? I meant to say his. Ah, gender pronouns. Anyways. Uh, yes. His, We're all a little confused. His opponent. Um, everyone is gender fluid in my world. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lavis just got done choking out his opponent, Shinbreaker, the dwarf. Uh, and, uh, Fikair won some money. Uh, so, Lavis, you get escorted back to the fighting area. And everybody else sees Lavis come back in and Shinbreaker get dragged back in. Uh, everybody else is back there, which is Nerali, Dane, and Graza. Yep. Um, yeah, where did Maeve get off to? Maeve is in the... Watching? Maeve is I watching, think. not betting. Watching, not betting. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're, you're betting. So she's, she, she's around. Okay. She's yeah, eating no, a yeah, sandwich no. in the back. After after Lavis's performance, you better damn well bet Fakir's betting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maeve so doesn't, Maeve doesn't bet ever on anything. She's a, in the back eating a sandwich. A couple, Some pirate you are. A couple more fighters get uh, come out and punch each other silly for your amusement. Um, do you bet on any of the non-friend pirate uh, fighters? Nah. Mm -mm. Uh, and then after about two more rounds, uh, what does what were your what were the names you guys decided on? I probably just go went where the last name Thunderweaver. Yeah, Nerali uh, was just Nerali. Yeah, Dane was just Dane. Okay. Right. We <laughs> expressed a distinct lack of imagination yes. for these things. Yeah, it's okay. The proprietor was very annoyed with us. Graz's last Graz's last name is already entertaining enough. All so. right. Um. Then uh, the, the next announcer comes, the, the announcer steps back out and calls for Nerali. Uh, <clears throat> so as Nerali walks out to the arena, uh, is Nerali just walking normally or what? You are muted. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Nerali's just walking normally. She has no sense of showmanship whatsoever. Right. No panache. <laughs> Although she did get plus one to her charisma between games to do the leveling up. Yay. <laughs> uh, um, okay, and uh, so and her opponent the tiefling lord of the seven hells <laughs> Sinbearer! 
everyone loves some tiefling on tiefling. Fakir's like, that shin breaker just spelled differently. <laughs> 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 I almost thought you were going to say it's Sinbad, and I would have just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> so out from out from the uh, the back, a, a tiefling, um, a male tiefling walks out. Uh, this one is, you know, just stacked, just rippling muscles, and like looks almost comparable to a dragonborn in size, but slightly shorter. Um, this uh, this. Tiefling has uh, one horn sheared off halfway up, and the other one is like sharpened to a point uh, with a metal cap on it. Um, and he I... he has he has uh, you know his like sort of crimson red skin and yellow eyes, and uh, dressed similarly to the other fighters. You know, just you know wearing you know sort of like loose loose trousers and and cloth wrapped around his fists. Uh, he has uh, particularly sharp nails. You can tell. Like, looks like he files his nails down to points. Okay. Um, and sort of walks out with his hands sort of loosely clenched, um, and just sort of stands opposite to you. He's got a good. How tall are you? Uh very short. <laughs> I'm like five. Uh, five three. Yeah, he he's got a good foot on you in height. Yeah. Just, just, oh, oh. I scowl at his title, but still, when it, once he gets out, before we get, through, give him a bow. His tail whips about behind him as he bows before you and prepare and falls into a fighting stance. Yep. All right. The odds of this guy. Uh, so <laughs> the the odds are currently five to one against Nurali. That's fair. Twenty gold. The odds makers know how I roll. That's the thing. I mean, also, also the fact that you're going up against a male tiefling, a good foot taller than you. You know, that's yeah. you call it sexist. They call it odds. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's fine. So uh, the fight begins. Let's roll some initiative. All right. And we're off. All right. And Norali. Sinbear and Norali. All right. So as soon as the bell rings, the massive tiefling rushes you and just, you know, like moves up and punches down hard at your face. All right. Uh, and misses as you smooth, <laughs> smoothly as if flowing water slide out of the way and he punches the ground hard. All right. And it's your turn. So... We're going to start with a kick to the gut. That hits. Roll damage. All right. So there's seven. Off to a good start. Off to, off to a very good start for me. Um, I mean, well, I did roll two ones. But, so, yeah, you step out of the um, way of his punch and spin oh, around kick. Oh, shit. I need to. Re that should actually be a 21. I'm sorry. 
and that's not the accurate damage. I used the my unarmed that I have is with my gloves. Okay. My actual bonus is plus eight. A twenty-one still hits. Okay. So hold on, let me do this just so I can. <laughs> actual. Unarmed. So it was actually eight damage. Okay. <laughs> Blam. Actually, one um, more damage. And you know what? I'm actually in. Oh no, I do have two attacks. Besides my bonus. Oh. All right. Bam, bam. Yep. So kick to the uh, kick to the uh, kick and, to the yeah. jump. You, yeah. You you critically hit him. I had a thought, but. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to spend a key point for not my extra attacks, but to go into dodge. So he's got disadvantage on his attacks. Are you, defense. Are you sure? I am sure. Okay. Because knowing his rolling. Okay. So just because just, the, it's what she would do. It's more of no, a. That's fine. Hit, she's doing. She's doing a hit and run. That's fine. Basically. I just wanted. To, I just wanted to give you that chance. All right. Yeah. Uh, so Sinbear runs, you know, Sinbear ran up, punched, missed, hit the ground, and in his confusion, Neurali just, like, sort of spun around and came from the opposite side. Like, so Neurali shifted to the left, came all the way around to his to his left, and just unloaded on his on his stomach from the side, and then backed away. Yep. Um, the, the larger tiefling is reeling from that. Uh, spins around and tries to uh, again tries to swing a fist towards Nerali and misses again. But this time he doesn't critically fail and gets his second attack, which okay. misses again. Okay. At least I'm assuming a nine and a five don't hit you. No, those both miss. Um, and yeah, we're gonna go with just straight punches to the face. That hits. 22 hits. Four more damage. 28. Oh, Jesus you crit again. Uppercut right. to the jaw for 14. Your favorite enemies are other tieflings. That is a very good point. This, this is, is definitely someone she would not hold back against. Okay. Um, and if he's still up, I'm going to keep uh, spend key point for two more strikes. Okay. That hits. Roll damage. Okay. That hits. Roll damage. <laughs> All right. How do you want to knock him out? Um, so it was dodge the two attacks, um, strike him across the face with a jab. The, the critical was the uppercut. And then those two strikes are uh, uh, um, open-handed clap to the ears. Okay. So Nerali, yeah, so the, the tiefling swings, you know, twice, and Nerali ducks and weaves, and then uh, just, again, punch to the stomach, uppercut to the face, reaches up, claps him on the ears, then grabs him by his two horns and yanks his head down into her knees, just slam. And with that, she, she sort of backs away. And he teeters for a second on his heels, and then just and falls flops. over, just slams. Yeah, she wouldn't. She wouldn't back away. There, there, there would be a moment where she looked like she was just gonna keep beating him down. Yeah. Even after he was unconscious. Yeah. 
She uh, has anger issues right now. I, I, either way, he, he so appears on his heels and yes. falls backwards, slamming into the dirt. The crowd erupts. Um, and, Especially Fakir. And Fakir gets, <laughs> Fakir gets five times his winnings, or five times his bet. So, Yes! Uh, which was, you bet 20? So you got At twenty. So... so you got a hundred gold back. <laughs> nice. So you got so a, a hundred gold on top of the twenty that you bet. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you get your if you Even win better. If you win, you get your original bet back, and then whatever the multiplier was. So. Okay. Uh, so Fakir is raking in gold currently. <laughs> and she just turns around and, without any celebration, just walks back. Right, a few guys come out and drag Cinder back out in, you know, back to the uh, fighters area, back to the medic tent. Fakir Salem. What was Fakir doing? I said Fakir. You you you, you 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 got cut out. What was that? Oh, I said Fakir is celebrating enough for both of them, including <laughs> Raleigh's non-celebratory demeanor. Got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, a few more rounds occur, and then... Yeah, while those rounds are occurring, Dane's going to go back to the locker room and put the dagger away just in case he, d he loses. Because that'd be bad if he got knocked out and the dagger just pops out. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Dane is called out for his match. Oh, yay. All right. Uh, yeah, real quick. Psychic focus is iron durability, so I got a plus one to my AC. All right. Uh, and as you walk out into the arena, you don't feel any effects or anything. So, your 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 psychic. They don't ability. know what psychics are. It's true. Exactly. They don't. They have no defenses in place for psychics. Um. So Dane, it's technically probably against the rules, but they can't stop you. It's at the very least against the spirit of the rules. <laughs> it is. Um, That's unfortunate. But uh, no, they, 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 they can't detect it or stop it, so it doesn't matter. Um, so Dane's opponent is this uh, is this big hulking orc. Uh, you know, it just just comes out. You know, because again, they like to they like they like they like tiefling on tiefling fights. They like halfling on dwarf fights. They especially like orc on elf fights. So, um, yeah. This uh, so again, this 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 big bulky slab of meat of an orc, and it's a full orc, not a half orc. Um, walks. I'll, out. I'll do like a wave to him as I walk into the ring. He just sort of snorts out, just, you know staring at you um there's no anger in his face it's clearly he's doing he's like being a showman he's just like playing up yeah. the, the stereotypes but um yeah it's just big block of green meat and he comes out and uh and he is called eye gouger how quaint yep <laughs> uh and the two of you square off in the ring and roll initiative what are the odds uh, the odds are—they're uh, five to one again. Against thirty gold. Yeah, against against Dan. <laughs> I find it hilarious that Dane and Nerali had worse odds than Lavis. Because ha 
Halfling, halflings and dwarves are sort of similar in, in height. Not necessarily similar in build, but it's less of an exciting fight. Uh, whereas a male tiefling versus a female tiefling, it's like, oh, obviously the male's going to win, so much longer odds. And uh, then uh, a full orc versus a half-elf. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's the, the opinion is like the, the reason they bit bet that way and more a matter of who's what class <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair uh, if, they, if they like if they like orc on elf fights then uh graza's battle probably be the only one that has odds that has odds in her favor yep <laughs> So Dane's initiative is a 16, and his initiative is a Ooh. 15. All right, so Dane, you're going first. You go first. Okay. Um. Yeah. The hell? Why not? I'm just gonna go up to him and uh, faint right and then punch him with my left hand. Let's right. see if I'm left hand. Roll the attack. <laughs> oh, I think I am. Uh, yeah, a critical hit will hit. You know, yeah. I'm glad we're getting all of these crits during the yeah. non-lethal... <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, isn't that nice? Yeah, it's it's the civilians that we can severely beat. It's the things yes. that we the, the things that we need to kill. Where we're like, what do we do? All right. Now what we need to do is find some old people and children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you oh. know, early of rocks mocking That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So yeah, you 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 slug him in the gut with your left fist. Uh, that's the only attack I can do. Alright. And I'll, yeah, I'll just back up. Alright, he takes it, sort of grunts, uh, and then steps in towards you, adopting a fighting stance that seems familiar to you. Um, and, uh, he strikes out. Orkmog! Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. He thinks he does may a, be a monk. Does a 19 hit you? Yep. Uh, actually, yeah, it does. Does a 24 hit you? Yeah, that will too. A 9 misses you. It does. Does an 18 hit you? Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm going to use um, two points uh, for Ironhide to raise my AC to 19 for that last one. Okay. So... The orc sort of tenses up slightly and then just unleashes a flurry of blows in your direction. Um, punching twice, kicking twice. Uh, you get you, The two punches connect immediately and then as the kicks come by you sort of duck and weave. Um, actually, you duck one and then get hit with the second one, but you manage to resist it using your iron skin. Or your, 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 your psychic toughness. You, it, the, the kick yep. connects. And you feel it connect, but it, you, you manage to sort of push into it and, and resist it. Kinetic barriers. <laughs> uh, and you take... Uh, 
take 10 points of damage from the first punch and 10 points of damage from the second punch. Ouch, buddy. Alright, uh, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, after that one, I'm gonna punch him again. A 24 hits. Hope. Um, and then... Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna punch him across the face. Doing that, but then when I I'm gonna spend five side points for lethal strike uh, to add five d ten to that yeah. psychic damage. Um. Okay. Because I want this to be quickly. <laughs> Roll. <laughs> So, good damn, son. 39, 39 damage total from the punch. You punch him square in the one, brain. I only do one point of damage with my actual fist. <laughs> the rest of this is just psychic damage. Uh, so, yeah, you punch him in the chin and just blam. Just. Uh, if it were visually represented, it would be like a shotgun to the head, but. Uh, you just punch him in the face, and he jerks back as if you hit him a lot harder than you actually did. Uh, stumbles back a few steps, shakes his head, and looks at you quizzically. As if he... Punch like, him square in the brain. He's pretty certain you didn't actually hit him very hard. He is underestimating me. <laughs> but he knows he took a lot more damage than he should have. Yeah. Um, and so he's very confused. He doesn't know what to say about it. Like, oh, I also get five temporary hit points at this turn. His, his first thought would be magic, but obviously there's no he, magic. He also knows there. the magic dampening fields are working. Yeah. So. Well, six points. Uh, he So he redoubles his efforts to punch you. Uh, 25, I'm assuming, hits. It does indeed. Uh, 19, I'm assuming, hits. Um... I'm going to say no. Okay. Because okay. I can spend three side points, so that's... Does a 17 hit you? Uh, yeah, that would. Okay, and does a 13 hit you? Oh, wait. Uh, I think if I use the wait, iron... Uh, re recalling that you don't have any armor on. Yeah, my DC, or my AC is uh, 15. Normally? Four, 14 for dex. Okay. Uh, plus one for iron hide. Okay. Um, but. Psionics are so fun. Alright, so two hits uh, again. <clears throat> he gets you with a punch and a kick, but his other punch and kick um, either miss or connect with you, but you manage to resist the damage. And he hits you for seven points of damage and nine points of damage. As he punches you in the face and kicks you in the gut. And it's back to your turn. Okay. Punch him again. Okay. 
Does that hit? Uh, that does not hit. A 16 oh. misses. All right. So you rear back for another punch, and this time, having felt what your fist can do to him previously, <coughs> deflects the blow and spins around into another attack. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use uh, bonus action, cunning action. To do what? I can't do that. Nothing. Just gonna stand there. Uh, and get my... Alright. Six temporary hit points. Uh, a 25 hits you? Yep. And a 21 hits you? Damn it, yeah. Even if I spent all... <laughs> All right, um, uh, and a twelve and a nine does not hit you. So two more no. hits. He seems to, he seems to hit you exactly two times each time. Love that is. That's gonna be uh, ten and ten points of damage and nine points of damage as he okay, slugs so you twice more. Thirteen. Hi, hi, how are you feeling thus far? Uh, I'm not great, but I'm not bad. So I'm at forty-one. Okay. Uh, temporary hit points I gain at the beginning of every turn are helping. <laughs> well, it's your but, turn. Yep. I am going to attempt to punch him again. Yes, a critical uh, hit hits him. going to be another lethal strike. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> So, I'll roll this. Come on. Plus that. Yeah, that's it. Unless, I don't know, I don't think the right gets... All right, so you come up and, again, you punch him in the jaw, and it rocks his brain, and he sort of teeters back again and slams into the ground unconscious as you punch his brain out. <laughs> money, money, money! <laughs> uh, again, the crowd goes wild over this unexpected victory. Um, and, yeah. I'm going to wake him up. Make sure he's all right. Uh, he is completely unconscious. Okay. You can't wake him up without healing him. Yeah. Yep. No, and I can't do that yet. So. Uh, medics come back to get him and, and take him back yeah. to the back. Um, and Fakir gets yet another payout of five times uh, his bet. So you get thirty back, and then you get five times of what that was. One hundred fifty. One hundred fifty. Yep. <laughs> there's lots of there's a lot of disappointed betters. Fakir's like, I'm really glad I have a bag of holding, so I'm not walk. Yeah, get mugged. <laughs> There's also a few people that are looking at you suspiciously, but I mean, new fighters come in, new guy starts betting on them, makes all the money. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? This isn't suspicious at all. I can't wait to see what happens. I mean, 
Especially because we all kind of walked in together. Yeah. I but mean, they can't, they couldn't, they can't really accuse you of cheating because they put significant anti-cheating. And it, it's not cheating. He just came in with a group of friends and they're like, okay, we're going to take this down. He's like, all right, I'm going to bet on you. Yeah. <laughs> with the exception of Dave, no one's cheated. Hey. That's correct. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the... oh. that. That so, was awesome. Now, a few more. Just a, few... a second. You're absolutely right. A few more rounds go by, and then uh, you know there's a hush over the crowd as uh, Thunderweaver is called out, and her opponent. Uh, what was it? She's ac she's actually like done a little bit of playing around with her with her. Um her fellow members of the order when they were, they've had sparring matches. So she actually does the, 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 the sort of Goliath entrance, the sh shoulders, shoulders broadened, dun, uh, sort of dun. big, slow strides, accentuating her strength. Yeah. Baron Corbin. Yeah. The Baron yeah. Corbin entrance. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, her opponent is announced as, and facing Thunderweaver, the diminutive terror from down under, Ankle oh. biter! <laughs> it's gonna be great. Uh oh. And a. Graz is gonna be the first one to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be like it's just a string of upsets throughout the throughout the show, including that. Um. And a small gnome waddles out into the arena. <laughs> this is gonna be great. <laughs> Gnome pugilist. Uh, this gnome has a variety of tattoos all over his body. <laughs> um, so you know he knows business. And Fakir is not meta-aware enough to realize that whenever a small old person goes up in a hand-to-hand -hand combat, <laughs> you always bet on them. <laughs> Just bet everything. Everything well, you've won so far tonight on Graza. <laughs> neither, neither is the rest of the crowd, uh, of the betting pool because it's ten to one odds against Anklebiter. Oh, Maeve will go over then and put ten gold on Anklebiter. Okay, <laughs> hedging your best. <laughs> Does Fakir recognize anything on an eighteen Arcana check as far as the tattoos are concerned? <laughs> Make an make a history check. Uh, history, okay. It's just a family tree tattooed all over his body. <laughs> so you recall tales of an ancient foe um, of the druids, named Ankle Biter. Uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> was a, a tribe of barbarians that roamed Dalarati for a while uh, that took the powers of the beasts and the, the, uh, the, you know, the, the land itself and channeled them into their rage. Totemic barbarian. And they, uh, they used that power to, to overwhelm uh, many druids uh, whenever they came across them. Now that you think about it, it's very similar to the tattoos that uh, Kulain has. 
Actually, now uh-huh. that you think about it, Kulain's tattoos are also similar to those tattoo the tattoos of the barbarians that <laughs> that wreaked havoc amongst Starlarati. The care is starting to question the last few days of his life. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, you can tell that the tattoos on this one, however, are that of a bear. More, more than a bird. Which means I'm going to have to punch him even harder. Air's going to go put 40 gold on Graza. Okay. All right. Uh, how much gold did you put on Ankle Biter, Maeve? Ten. Okay. And the fight begins. Roll some initiative. Let us roll initiative. I am not going first. <laughs> Good to get that one out of the way. Yeah, you're you're not even if he rolls a one. You're just standing there going, "Wait, I'm fighting this guy." <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to make the first move. All right. Thunderweaver and ankle biter. Ankle biter got an eleven. Thunderweaver got a four. Alright. So the small gnome looks up at you, adopts a wide stance, and just sort of lets out a billowing roar. Mm-hmm. A roar that belies his small frame. You suddenly imagine that a giant bear entered the room and roared at you as opposed to a small gnome. My master is a dwarf. I know how this feels. <laughs> Gnomes are smaller than dwarves. They are, not by a lot. Uh, this gnome, that, actually, in this world, gnomes are about a foot smaller than dwarves on average. Still not a whole lot in the grand scheme of things when Graz is like seven foot tall. No, it's not. This guy's like two, this guy's like two and a half feet tall. But this like, two and a half foot tall gnome just roared at you with the strength of a bear. One, one reaches your knee, one almost reaches your knee. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it, like, yeah, I'm used to small things that hit hard. <laughs> Uh, does a 22 hit you? Yes. Does a 29 hit you? Yes. Alright. Hang on, sorry, actually I read that wrong. Yeah, there it is. No, 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 I did that right, never mind. No, I did that wrong. Damage is different. Yeah. Uh, so you take eight points of damage. Okay. And six points of damage as this little gnome just rockets up into your face and rocks you twice and then drops back down to the ground. Mm-hmm. All right, and it's your turn. Sick. Yeah, okay. You find that you cannot access your uh, transformation in this circle, by the way. It's okay. That's it's supernatural, not magical, but okay. Yep, it's still being suppressed. It's probably less of a magic-specific field and more of a things field. It's a magic. It's, it's a it's a magic and magical effects suppression field. 
And supernatural effects are still considered magical effects in this world. In this setting, it works. Whereas, uh, dispel magic still won't stop me from being no, a werewolf, no. however. Dispel magic won't. This is a suppression field. Anyway. Um, this fight is not going to be something that I need to let him ever get a shot in on. So it's um, just running, flying tackle Luthez press, both knees into his into his chest to try and pin him on the ground. So athletics roll. Give me a high number, not a 15, damn you. I roll a four, got a 15, but hey. Uh, you try to pin him and he slips out underneath you. Uh, and and you end up on the ground opposite of him. Well, I got two attacks, so try again. I'm going to try again. Really? Okay. That hurts. Nope. Mm. Uh, again, same thing. You end up skidding across the ground as he scurries out of the way. All right. All right. Well. And he goes for another attack. Trying to tackle a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> Does a 14 hit you? No. Oh, sorry. Hang on. I actually mistyped that. That's not a 14. That's a 24. That still has been. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I missed the one. All right. Actually, I would anyway. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not using any weapon that would give me an AC bonus. So, no. And does a 21 hit you? Yes. All right. Uh, you take eight points of damage and nine points of damage. <clears throat> and it's your turn. As he, again, just punches you twice more. Yeah, okay. I need to get on top of him, so that's going to keep being what I'm trying to do. Much better. <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately the Tavern Brawler feat only gives only ups your unarmed strike to a d4, not a d6. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> All right, you managed to pin him down to the ground. And then just, while well, I've got my knees squarely on his chest, just pounding him in the face. Okay. So you have advantage on your attack roll. You hit him. Damage. Just punch him in the face. Alright, his turn. He's going to try to shove you off of him. Haha! Uh, you managed to keep him pinned. He's going to try to shove you again. Uh, you, you're, you're fighting to keep him down, but he... Gets his hands underneath your knees and launches you off of him. You actually have, you actually, the, the crowd sort of gasps as you go up in the air a few feet and land uh, past him. Yeah. <clears throat> and he gets up and turns to face you. Your turn. Alright, well, I need to get him back down again. Talk about. Alright. Grab him by his little ankles and throw him into a support beam. Oh, he he! You, you run to tackle him and he grabs your hands and sort of like wrestles you back. At this point, 
I'm actually going to uh, run a shove and just try and push him to the ground. So that's my athletics check. All right. Uh, you managed to shove him. Uh, how wide is this arena? Uh, it's about 20 feet wide. Damn it. He has to spend half his movement getting up. I still move faster than him because he's got a naturally lower base movement speed. And he doesn't have and he doesn't have bird barbarian. So I'm going to beeline to the other end of the uh, arena. Okay. And hold there. Uh, you were kind of in the middle of the arena, though. It's like there's not really an other end. Well. Unfortunately, I have to. I have to. He either has to come to one of the ends of the arena, or yeah. So I'm just going to one of the ends of the arena. Okay, you go to the end of the arena. Uh, he gets up and rushes after you. He does manage to catch up to you because while he did use half of his movement, he still has 15 feet. So um, a little over 15 feet, but. <clears throat> Uh, does a 21 hit you? Uh, yes. And then a 23 also hits you. Mm-hmm. All right, you take six points of damage and seven points of damage. Okay. Again, just, you know, two in the ribs and back to you. <laughs> and I'm going to try and shut him down again. That's not going to work. Yeah, no. you. He does not get shoved down. Try again. Give me good numbers. That's the same number. You were on an 18 for a second. <laughs> it was on an 18 for a second. <laughs> uh, we're at, no, yeah, he has stayed on an 18. And uh, no, you did not shove him down. Whatever. Staying where I'm at. Right. And punchy punchy. Uh, 21 and a 22. Okay. Six and six. So again, punches you twice. Uh, so, Fikir, while watching the fight, you have seen most of the time it has been Graza running away from the snow. Yep. <laughs> or it's actually trying. Graza, it's yeah, Graza is advancing backwards. Like trying, trying to, no, yeah, yeah, not not running away, but trying to tackle and then shift backwards away from the gnome. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Who has right, just my turn? kept on her tail? Yeah, it's your turn. All right, now let's put him down again. Uh, it might do something if he rolls low enough. Mm-hmm. Nope. You do not put him down. Really? Nope. If my dice would cooperate. You have a better bonus to putting him down than he has to keep standing up. So. He just keeps rolling higher than me for some reason. Yep. All right. The dice know. <laughs> Plus the, dice know that if I make, the dice know that if I make him stop raging, he stops being a threat. <laughs> Alright, uh, so that was your turn. <clears throat> yep. He goes to punching. 
That's a 29 to hit. Yep. And a 15 to hit. Yes. Alright. Uh, you take 7 points of damage and 9 points of damage. <clears throat> Put Gnome on the ground, and that's not going to do it. Not with a two. Jesus Christ. I mean, if he rolls a two, he would go down. If he rolls a three, he might go down. Uh, unfortunately, his his athletics check was a 15 to your 13. Nope. Oh, God. Jeez. Wow. William, I think we've changed places. Yeah, apparently. So you rolled a natural you took one. All my natural twenties. You rolled a I natural did. one, and he rolled a natural twenty. Shit. So I'm going to say that instead of putting you down, he just like judo throws you, like like you try to shove him, and he grabs your arm and flips you over himself, slamming you to the ground. Fine, fuck him. I still have my movement. I'll stand up. <laughs> <laughs> So you, again, the audience sees this, you know, much taller orc woman just throw a punch or throw a shove and then just get flipped in the air over the small gnome. Like, this should theoretically be easy to do if I could roll anything higher than a 10 right now. <laughs> it should be. You How have... much shame damage does Graza take? <laughs> no, she doesn't take shame damage. She takes rage damage. She's getting angry now. If she could transform, there wouldn't have been any question about it whether she wanted to or I not, mean, she would have. I mean, she is technically taking rage damage. <laughs> yeah. Like, like her inhibitions would have given away right now, and she would have transformed if she was physically capable of it right now. Uh, 25 hits you, and an 11 misses. Actually, he critically misses you. Uh, Good. So, so first you take the damage. See, that one would have been useful if I had that been his athletics check against me. Yeah, no, it would have been. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so uh, he hits you for nine damage with the first attack. And then he misses, and he, he goes for a kick and, and miscalculates and goes skidding off along the ground. So he is currently prone on the ground. Okay, now that I don't need to attack him, other end of the stadium, please. <laughs> okay. And then hold my action. All right. Uh, he gets back up. Oh, okay. Uh, and he... Yeah, he gets back up, and he uses his action to dash to you. So, okay. runs up next to you. Go. All right. Um, and we could... has, has to make it back to his turn before, without him either taking damage or making an attack for his rage to end. Yep. So I'm going to hold my action to tackle him after he starts trying to attack me. Okay. Uh, so it's his turn, and he, he visibly, uh, shrinks slightly, like, a quarter of an inch, as his rage ends. 
Uh, he then immediately like sort of works himself up and roars again to pump back into a rage and throws an attack. So you're he also takes a point of exhaustion for coming down from a rage. Yes, he does. But he works so his, his, his strength checks are now just a straight roll. Yep. But he rolls back, but he rolls himself back up into a rage and throws an attack which triggers your held action. <clears throat> Stay on the ground. Uh, you put him down. You push him down to the ground. Uh, while on the ground, he punches you. Okay. He's also not getting his extra rage damage. No, he's not. <laughs> Does a 13 hit you? Uh, no. Alright. You managed to shield your kidneys, and then he critically hits you. <laughs> you, like, you, like, get an elbow down as he tries to punch you in the kidneys. You get an elbow down in the way, and he just punches again, driving your elbow into your kidneys with the strength of his anger. Mm -hmm. And you take... 15 points of damage as he just... Blast you with his fist. Alright. And it's your turn. Alright, well, he's still prone, right? Yeah, you're, you're on, you've got him grappled. He's only got two rages, so break off, head to the other end of the, of the stage again, hold my action. Okay. Because I'm just faster than he is. Yep. Alright, uh, he gets up. And runs back to the other side. And that's now your turn. Wait for his wait for his turn to come back around before I tackle him again. Okay. His turn comes back around. He unrages, getting a second point of exhaustion, and re-rages again. Uh, and second point of exhaustion makes him even worse. <laughs> yep. Yep. But he swings to attack. With disadvantage. Yep. And I tackle him at the same time. Okay, so make your tackle roll. Uh, he still beats your athletics check. Well, I can fix that. Alright, uh, and now he gets to punch you. How many hit points do you have left, Graza? <laughs> I haven't even broken 100 of my 162. I'm about to break 100, though. Does a 23 hit you? Yeah. Does a 20 hit you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Alright, you take... You've only got so many rages, so... 9 points of damage plus 9 points of damage. All right, that's... <clears throat> so again, with just the battering of your stomach. Just... All right. Barely broke 100 now. <laughs> and shove him again. All right. Give me good numbers, that's awful. Well, he's got lower athletics than I do. You shove him. All right, and then I'm going to take off across the room again. All right. 
He only has one point. He only has one rage left. And hold my action. Or no, I already used it, so I can't hold it again. Because I had to shove him. He gets up and runs across to you. Alright. And hold my action to shove him once this rage once his rage ends again. Okay. Uh his rage ends. Go ahead and shove him. What happens when you enter the third stage of exhaustion? Uh, I was wrong. Uh, third stage of exhaustion is disadvantage on attacks and saving throws. Second stage is speed is halved. Okay, okay. Oh, so then it would have actually taken him two rounds to get over to you. <laughs> so he didn't even make it to me. Exhaustion yeah. is pretty nasty. He didn't even make it to it me. Is. He's like halfway across the arena panting right now. I'm going to hold my action for when he comes over to me and then I'm going to shove him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yeah, his 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 exhaustion, his, his rage ends, he goes into the third level of exhaustion, he rages again, and he runs at you. <clears throat> and then I shove him. <laughs> Make your athletics check. <laughs> That's awful, but who knows, maybe it'll work, he's only got one roll. Nope, he dodges he dodges the shove and punches and runs to punch you in the gut. Alright. If I make it through this, the fourth level of rage is even worse. <laughs> Or fourth level of exhaustion. Congratulations. I think you, you run out of rages before you die of exhaustion, usually. Pro and probably. Fourth, le fourth level of exhaustion is you lose half your maximum hit points. I does a thought that uh, does a 23 hit you? Yes. I thought the exhaustion only applied to frenzied barbarians. No, they always get a point of exhaustion. Frenzied barbarians extend their rage. Yep. Does a 17 hit you? Uh, yes. Alright, so you take... Seven points of damage and seven points of damage. Okay. Alright, your turn. Shove him down. Uh-huh. Uh... You shove him to the ground. That's actually, I just looked at Rage. It's actually, you do not get exhaustion unless you... Oh, no, yeah, it is. It is Frenzied Rage. But oh. that's the thing that all barbarians have. But, oh, well, it's still his last Rage. So, get him out of my way. None of us play barbarian. No. Yeah. Frenzy, Frenzy is only Path of the Berserker. No. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then and that's... shove him down get rid of his final Rage. All right. We're going to say run. he's exhausted anyways, because raging he's is He's raged three times. Yeah. He's raged three times. I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. You don't usually use up all your rages in, like, no, a one fight. rounds, less than a minute. Normally, normally you don't, uh, normally, uh, Maeve is not back with the fighters, by the way. Maeve is out with the audience. The only person to be able to talk to Maeve. Yeah, we're still care. with the fighters. Oh, Those yeah. That are having that's, what I was, that's what I was talking to. Yeah. So, uh, after... Well, yeah. Yeah. After after I've after I've gotten him down, I'm gonna beeline for the other end of the arena again. All right, uh, he gets back up and, and runs back towards you, and only makes it halfway. I'm gonna hold my action for his next turn to shove him again. All right, his rage ends and he goes into a fourth level of exhaustion. His half of his max HP goes away. Yep. Uh, so he just uh, he actually spends his entire turn sitting in the middle of the arena panting. All right. Now that he's down, now that he's in, out of the way, I'm going to run up to him and uh, tackle him. 
since he's got disadvantage uh, on his on his athletics. Okay. I wish you would have said you were gonna punt the gnome. <laughs> this isn't molten core though. You successfully you successfully tackle him. And now I start punching him. Uh yeah, you punch him. Alright. His turn. He tries to shove you off. He fails at shoving you off. He tries to shove you off again. He fails at shoving you off. Your turn. This is why Groth is a blood hunter, not a barbarian. She analyzes her opponents. <laughs> Alright, you hit him. Uh, do you, are you sure you don't want to do a grapple attack on him? Uh, you can attempt to choke him out if you wanted to. Sure, let's try and just like strangulate him into unconsciousness. Do an athletics check. I don't have advantage on that, so the, that would be... Alright, you've got him in a sleeper hold. Uh, his turn, he tries to fight out of it. Both, both of my wrists pressed into his jug, pressed into his throat. Yep. He fails to fight out of it, he tries to fight out of it again. He fails to fight out of it. Uh, your turn. Make another athletics check. Uh, you don't manage to put him away. He manages to get a little bit of breathing room. Do it again. Uh, nope. He, you, you, you sink it right back in, and he passes out. Yeah, it takes it takes ten seconds for you to for somebody to pass out from the sleeper hold. So that's why it takes two rounds. <clears throat> yep. Sounds about right. Yep. Well, a round is six seconds. So. And so I say I burnt uh -huh. about two seconds failing the first one, so reapplying it for the remaining four. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, and so uh, Graza stands victorious over the tiny gnome ankle biter. There's a there's a stunned silence in the crowd. Not because Graza won, but because of the fight. Like, just the fight itself was stunned. <laughs> Fikir, you get your money back. Um, I, like... one, like, like, so I, your money, I, and another version, because you only get the one. I pick the gnome up on my shoulders and carry him back to the, uh, to the fighter's area. Okay. Because that is the best fight I've had in a long time. Uh, and Maeve does not get her money back. They don't bet against Graza, even if she's outmatched. <laughs> so yeah, no, I mean, no, the the the, bet, the odds were in favor of you. So <laughs> most people didn't bet against you. All right. Um. Yeah. And so that's the end of that. How many of you did any of you sign up for the tournament? I did. All right. <laughs> uh, so the rest of the fighters are let go. You know, he's like, you, you can all leave. Uh, Graza, you're pulled back into a bracket thing. Uh, and Do I get healed up? They're not, you're not going to fight. Um, they, they explained to you that the tournament is... And they explained to you at the top of the thing that the tournament wasn't just tonight. Like, your fight tonight would be a qualifier. So you got placed onto the board. Uh, if you want to see the tournament through, it'll take you several weeks. But it's a good, good amount of prize money. Mm. 
we don't have several weeks of well we do have we do have to actually get the seal so we have, we're gonna be here for a while so i mean i'll go through the tournament until we have to leave okay so uh so you're told that your, your <laughs> next fight your next fight is two nights from now all right all right isn't that about how long until we got our information yeah, so our information will be showing up around the same time as I'd be doing the first round. So we can plan after I'm done with the bout. Okay. I mean... Okay. Well, uh, we're not, we're entertaining. Not, we're not going to be running out and acting on it the immediate second that we get it. It so. hasn't been t- it hasn't been that long since you talked to uh, to uh, Drago. Uh, wait, was that his name? No, Dorn. Sorry, it hasn't been that long. It hasn't been that long since you talked to Dorn. I, I have so many NPCs, I forget their names. Uh, it hasn't been that long since you talked to Dorn. Dorn said that it would take him a couple of days to be ready to take you into the cathedral. correct. Not yeah. he wasn't getting you information. We're not, he was we're not getting information and doing some big plan. Yeah, no, he was preparing your passage into the cathedral in two days. Well, you can start and that's to get the passage ready, and we still have to like. No, that's until until we go in. Yeah, like, you don't all have to go in if you don't want to. This is true. I'm also not the stealthiest, so. Grazza can fight You're her next bout. You're also the only thing. Grazza can, I mean, can fight her next bout while you guys go into the cathedral if you want. I mean, it. Assuming that we're not quick, or we, we're not stealthy enough, which, with the amount of magical protection I assume this thing's going to have, I'm guessing we're going to fight when we're in there. And well, you, I mean, we should plan you would have for been, fighting. And, 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 and but, you, yeah. would, you would have been told the timetable uh, when you signed up. So I'll say right. you, you can choose to not sign up. Right? I, I may have forgotten to. I probably I, no. I know I forgot to say it last time because I was tired. But no, uh, you you do. You would have been told before you had the, the option of signing up for the tournament. So you don't. You're I mean, not stuck to, until you don't want to. Be. I it's mean, if it, if it lines up exactly with our job, then she wouldn't have signed. Yeah, it's just a two days. No. You, you don't know you from Dorn. You don't know if it's morning or afternoon that you'll be going into the cathedral. So you have no idea. Right, do we know when the when the bout is? Is it afternoon? Bouts in the bouts at night. Fights so yeah, night. we'll we will either be going in or have gone in and potentially be wanted after we have the seal. So she will not find out. Okay. All right, so she would not have signed up. All right, so yeah, you got your fight. You you, uh, Fakir won some money. Fakir won a lot of money. As you guys meet back up outside, some of you covered in more bruises than others. Fakir seems a lot happier than he was before, and Maeve seems slightly more upset than she was before. Maeve doesn't care. I mean, you lost ten gold. She's okay with it. She's trying new <laughs> things that land people do, like betting and. And being okay with losing money on fetting. <laughs> and eating cookies from strange women. Alright. Uh, what do you do next? I mean, if you if you end up needing to borrow 10 gold, I happen to have 10. 
Thank you, Nerali. I'm just saying. Forget, forget how much money did you win? <laughs> um, you put a lot in some. You put forty on Raza, which means you got another forty back. So oh, okay. You ended up a ten to one odds. You would have gotten a ten. She would have gotten. would have gotten four back. I would have been four. Yes. Yeah. Ten to one odds. Ten to one odds. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. You didn't bet against Graza. No, no. Ten to one odds. Were in, were in yes, but it was ten to one odds no, that no. she was oh, the yeah, favorite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. I, I misunderstand what you're talking about. Yeah. Betting. Yeah, well, like when, 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 when the odds when the odds are in your favor, you get fractionals back. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Like if it's two to one, you get half back. So yeah, you get forty, and then you get four gold. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I had like a hundred and some, and now I've got four hundred and fourteen. So yeah. Well, yeah, because you made like three hundred and some odd just off the bets. Yes. Yeah, I might have broken three hundred in my in my winnings. You should have taken a dive, Graza. <laughs> <laughs> Graza doesn't take dives. No, that would have been cheating. It would have been hilarious though if Fakir had bet it all on Graza and then lost uh, on on Picklebiter and then lost. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. If he'd made his wisdom save been... higher, he might have bet it on Picklebiter. Yep. I don't know. I think the wise choice was betting it on Graza. <laughs> Fakir knows Graza that well. It's true. All right. Uh, so yeah, what are you guys doing now? I mean, you're going to bed, right? Yeah. We just we just got here, so... Graz is going to lean on Fakir just a bit because her legs are still sore from being constantly punched in the kidneys. <laughs> Fakir is going, going to... No, but when you, when, have you ever been punched in the kidneys? There's like this nervous response yeah. where all of your lower body shuts down yeah, for a bit. Yeah, well, that and you want to throw up, too. Yeah. Now that we've done all the touristy things... Fakir but, uh, just barely manages to keep her upright. <laughs> if you rolled a one, you would have fallen over with her on top. Really, of really angry yep. barbarian gnome punching you in the kidneys over and over. Maybe will help you, Fakir. Maybe will help you hold up Graza. Okay. All right, between we we'll each take an arm. Between Maeve and Fakir, they get Graza back to the hotel. It's more Maeve. Like, it's no, more no, no, no. Maeve than this it's, is how you beat some. This is how you hold up somebody. It's more Maeve than Fakir. It, yes. it, it is way more Maeve than Fakir, but Fakir <laughs> yeah. feels like he's helping. So, I want to be like, oh, you don't feel as heavy as this giant sack of money on my other arm. <laughs> Fakir's like, Fakir's like, you know, cause I expect you to be a lot heavier. <laughs> Maeve's over here. Like, Twenty. I I'm know, not grunting or anything. Which means you've got all of his weight, all of her weight on you. Yep, I'm good. Yeah, all 240 pounds of Graza. That's before she transforms. Mm. You're still grunting, but it's not as you're able to do it, as opposed to Fakir, who would not have been able to do it. <laughs> okay, because I think I cut out for a little bit. Did the fighters win anything gold-wise? Yes, or yes. No? The fighters won a percentage of their pot, uh, it, so um, Graza want, so uh, Graza would have gotten. Uh, I don't remember if you want to bet on Graza, 
people that would be cut because Graza won. A lot of people lost, which means that her pot would have been Graza. Graza got 120 gold. Yay! That's almost a job. Uh, Lavis, uh, you were bet against, people bet against you, so you won. People lost money, which means you got uh, 50 gold. Um, Dane, you got 60 gold. Uh, and Norali got 70 gold. Graza's fight was the big crowd attraction, so more people bet. It was all. It was the biggest. It was the biggest uh, difference as well. It was the main event. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was the actual fighter fighting someone. Oh, they're always an actual fighter. She's better at hand to hand fighting. Yeah, but no, but but, but, but she doesn't look like it. Multi class, and they don't really project a. Fighter description. All right. No. So she just looks like a meek, unassuming. Just <laughs> yeah, that's shy fighting two rounds. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's why I forgot. I forgot that Kulain was also fighting. Oh yay! Kulain makes some money probably. Kulain won his fight. Did yeah. we invite him? Yeah. Did oh. we? Yeah. I did. I don't remember this was, inviting. This was my field trip. I thought he was staying at Dorn's house. Dorn's. Yeah. Oh no no. Yes. Right no. He wasn't there. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. Nerali's the one that jumped out of the window. Clint yes, and that is yes. the... Once we get back there, she's going back in that way. That's right. No, Clint was at, Clint was at Dorns. Never mind. Yeah, like, the, the, the reason, like, if I wanted to level Graz's unarmed combat so her claws could be better, she would take a pugilist rather than a monk is because pugilist has none of the, like, ceremony or restraint that a monk has. Yeah. It's all literally just fist to fist brawling. Travis would not have pro fight club if the other halfling was there making him really rude and angry. Kulain <laughs> makes Travis rude and angry. Yep. <clears throat> all right, so you all make it back to the inn. Time to sleep. Climb back in and yep. Curl up in the corner. All right, you all go to bed. The night passes. Care walks up the stairs because he wasn't raised in a barn. Obviously. Yeah. Probably. Well, yeah. Lean I, on the stairs, going up them. That's not the issue. He was raised still, in a fallen log. Can you still walk, Fakir, after all that strength you must have used helping Graza back to the end? He can actually, because last time he leveled up for level. 12, well, he did get a strength point bump. Yeah. May have just been a jerk. So his modifier is now zero. Negative <laughs> one. Yep. All right. So the night passes. And in the middle of the night, towards the morning, Fakir will go to his room, mm -hmm. take out the book of Eidos, and mm -hmm. put it under his pillow. Okay. Uh, so most of you, all of you, you know, sleep pretty well. I can hear you, John. All of you sleep pretty well. We cannot hear you. You cannot hear me right now? Nope, still can't hear you. Still can't hear me. Can't hear you. I'm pretty sure he did say God damn it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can see that one. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yep. 
can you hear me now? Yes. Yes, we can. All right. So, as I was saying, you all sleep fairly well. <clears throat> and then in the middle of so towards the morning, as people are starting to wake up, Fakir, you open your eyes and are in space again. <laughs> Standing up, looking across from your patron. Who is looking at you, holding a glass of wine, and drinking it as fake creatures dance for his amusement off to the side. I give him a bow, and I pull out the Eidos book, and I simply hold it out to him. He looks at it and recoils slightly. Get that away from me, he says, his voice sinking deeper than normal. Into the bag of holding, then. <laughs> Where did you get that? Off of a cultist. I know not where that book comes from, but it fills me with instant revulsion. Do not bring that near me again. Of course, my lord. It is a conduit to the mind of our enemy. Ah, that would explain why I have no interest in it. But tell me, how has your journey been thus far since last we met? Instability rages across the northern part of the continent of Aeonia. We attempt to gather the seals. We lost one of our companions and have gained another. There is great concern as to the integrity of the barriers between the plains. I feel that with every day that passes, Eidos grows closer to reawakening and breaking through. The barriers between the plains are indeed weakening, and it is not only Eidos that threatens to pour through. Others of my kind have seen to test those barriers and slip through like drops of water through a leaky roof. As well Somewhere. as those less savory from other planes of existence. You may find your path filled with more than a little danger going forward. The pursuit of knowledge is always fraught with danger. Secrets are valuable and many would rather protect them than share. There are many that guard their secrets jealously, but that is not what I mean. Infiltrators from the various hells and abysses and lower realms have peeked through the cracks here and there. And as they peek through the cracks, so too do their divine opposites send their people. I fear the war on your continent is representative only of the conflict brewing between the heavens and the hells. 
you may find far more than a puny mortal war in your way. I see. We shall have to prepare ourselves accordingly, then. Have you anything else of interest? I can t tell you the tale of a demon slaughtered in a small town in the Aeonian countryside, of an inquisition run amok in fighting those who were formerly their close allies, of mountains aflame on the outskirts of Varys, and of a monk and cleric subject to great personal disillusionment. Disillusionment. At that last one, his eyebrows flicker upwards. That does seem interesting. Kneel before me. He does uh, so. As you kneel, he reaches out, grabs your head, and you feel that burning sensation that you have felt now multiple times before. <clears throat> it streams from his hand down to your right hand. Burning white hot. And you wake up. Is the book still under my pillow? The book is still oh. under your pillow. Or is it in my bag of holding? It's under your it pillow. It is? Okay. All right. Put it in the bag. <laughs> okay. Make, as, you, as you put it in the bag, look at my hand. You look at your hand, and you notice that uh, this your skin color has changed on your hand. Hmm. You you roll up your sleeve, and you see that the skin color has changed on your arm as well. You, know, you pull down the sleeve, and you see that starting at the shoulder, your entire arm's skin color has changed. Not only has your skin color changed, but there are now elvic the same, very same types of design that is on the rest of your body is going down mm -hmm. from your shoulder, down the arm to the back of your hand. Okay. And your fingernails have gone from whatever color they were originally to the deepest of greens. Interesting. I'm going to try and figure out if anything specific has changed with my arm besides the aesthetic. <laughs> How are you Which will probably involve running around and touching things, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Just slap the first person you see. And then leaning first? out of a... Um, probably something wooden, like an end table or the bed frame. Okay. You touch an end table and the bed frame. And then he'll probably scoop up some water out of a basin in his hand. You scoop up some water. And then he'll get frustrated and lean out the window and look for a nearby chimney pot and cast Eldritch Blast at it. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> you lean out. And realizing that it is now daytime, or this early morning, uh, and there are people <laughs> bustling and hustling about in the street below. 
And you look for a chimney. <laughs> Maybe we'll hold off on that for a moment. All right. Um, instead, he'll just cast prestidigitation on his boots and try and clean the dirt off them from last night. Clean the dirt off your boots. And he'll go downstairs. All right. Clean, your, clean the dirt off your boots and go downstairs. Everybody yes. else wakes up as normal and does whatever they want to do in the morning. Which I know for Narali and Lavis is praying. <laughs> up at the yeah. Typical up at the crack of dawn. Prayer. Yada, yada. Meditation, um, meditation after prayer. Groza gets up, stretches her probably still a little bit sore limbs. Yep. And heads downstairs for food. There's a wide there's a wide assortment of breakfast from traditional English meals to more ethnic uh, foods similar to the food that you were served previously. Considering I took nearly 140 damage last night from fighting that halfling. He was only doing <laughs> D4s too, man. Yeah. It was a gnome. It was a gnome, gnome. not a halfling. It was a, it was a small person. It was a small person that wasn't a dwarf. <laughs> Maeve gets up, falls out of bed because she's not sure where she is and she's not sure on a boat. Uh, and then can't figure out where she is and spends like five minutes trying to figure out how to get out of the, the room. Even though there's a door right there? Yep. Even there's a door right there. Okay. Maeve then she that. goes downstairs. All right. Dane has been downstairs like, eating. Where, where's the porthole? Yeah, I didn't hear the there, ship's bell. There, there are doors on ships. Yeah, there are. <laughs> She's just confused. I'm used to having to go up the stairs to get outside, not down yeah. the stairs. <laughs> I sleep in the crow's nest. Why is I? Why am I not in the open air? Right. I'm going down for food. So you eventually all meet downstairs, and anybody who wants to can make a perception roll to see if they notice Fakir's hand. Nerali is actually staying in her room. All right, Nerali stays in her room, not eating. Uh, yes, you all three notice his hand. <laughs> Wasn't that hard? Lavis does not. <laughs> Lavis is like stewing over last night and decisions made and stuff. <laughs> Everyone but Lavis and Nerali, because Nerali is hiding in her room, notice Fakir's hand. Something new, Fakir? Yes, I had a visit from my patron last night. Hmm. Wait a minute, you have a patron? Have you figured out what it does yet? No. And just kind of hold it out over the table and let everybody take a look. Does sort everybody here have a, a, bit. a medicine check now? Not in the sense you were thinking, sure. Maeve. You know medicine check. His arm seems perfectly healthy. Just very differently colored. So nothing from the physical aspects, how it moves, anything like that that gives me. Nope. 
If Flavis gets too close, Fakir will boop his nose. Hmm. Oh, Flavis probably gets pretty close. Make a perception. Okay. Fakir. Okay. As you boop Flavis's nose, (laughs) uh, you feel... You can't really describe it, but you feel as if you can grab Lavis's essence. Do I feel anything? No, because you didn't grab okay. it. But like you, you feel. I just got bonked. Yeah, you got you got, but you feel as if if you tried a little harder, you could reach in and grab that magical power that that lies within Lavis. That's uniquely interesting and very intriguing. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the care will... Do you do anything with that information? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) I'm still just looking at, like, if it seems like the muscle movement is the same sort of medical stuff. Yep. Looks like a normal half or normal elven hand. Actually, I should probably roll insight. Because I think... I think that it... Is there a chance you can beat his... Yeah, I have an insight of nine. So you would have to also roll a natural 20. Yeah, I was going to say, so I can definitely meet that. So what do you do, do, Fakir? Fakir will sort of just reach out his hand and sort of lay it in Lavis's hand since Lavis is obviously taking the time to look him over and see if he can do the grab thing. Yep. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yeah, so you put your hand in Lavis's hand in a very like romantic gesture. Um, <laughs> Not more like a doctor clinical exam gesture, but you know, yeah, whatever. Gesture, but you can feel the you can feel the pulse of magic flowing through Lavis's hand. We'll give that a little tug and see what happens. It feels warm in your hand. Uh, mm-hmm. Lavis, make a perception roll. Okay. I can actually give people advantage on that saving throws. Make a perception roll. So you feel like like Fakir puts his hand in your hand and like sort of pulls slightly, mm-hmm. and you feel it physically like like he's rubbing like he's running his yeah. hand along your palm, uh, but yeah. you you also feel like something inside you is being pulled like tugged at slightly. Yeah. It's like something intangible within you. The, the the thing that you've come to know as like sort of that 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 warm inner glow that you get from your god every morning mm-hmm. uh, is being tugged slightly when he pulls his hand back. Fikir, are you doing something? I say sort of moving back a little bit, but not, I'm not <laughs> suspicious really. Well, I don't know exactly if this does anything or not. I mean, every time something has changed, so have my gifts, but 
can't say for sure if or what this does. You suddenly, you suddenly recall that there are lines of magic energy radiating from Lavis upwards into the heavens. Would you mind if I tried something, Lavis? Oh, God. <laughs> Dink, Grasa, you are no if it seems clarity. like either of us is going to die, can you stop it? Stop us? That would be a splendid, uh, yes. I second that. <laughs> and yeah, Fakir will just reach out and like, he'll flick on his magic eyes and he'll reach out and he'll grab all those strands from like kind of reaching as you between reach Lavis grab, and... You, you grab them and they come together as if they were real threads. <laughs> For, uh, Lavis, you feel, feel weird. <laughs> okay. And I just sort of twist them around a little bit all right carefully uh, i don't want to break anything lavis you your, your essence feels strange oh, nothing a, nothing uh, nothing painful just there's this you have this so you as a cleric you have this like inner glow that you can it's like a full feel, body shiver you that you can feel and um it, it's sort of like you know it's, it's just warmth in your chest you know, it's, it's isolated. You can't really pinpoint it. There's no muscle associated to it. There's just this constant sense of warmth in your chest from every morning. And, and it mm -hmm. dims throughout the day as you use your as you use your magic. But every morning when you pray, uh, when you pray, it comes back and it's back to full strength. It's 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 that you you know that to be your connection to your God. You know that to be where your magic comes from. Um, and as he's wiggling his hand around and around your head, it feels like that point in your chest is shifting back and forth. Uh, okay. And so it's, it's, it's this really weird, uncomfortable, but not painful feeling. So it tickles. It doesn't tickle. <laughs> it's a little more than that. Uh, whatever you're doing is making his facial expression amazing. Can I have a turn next? Right ahead. <laughs> Maeve's not going to be able to do anything. No, I, I want you to do whatever you're doing to Lavis, to me. His face looks amazing. I want to know oh. what that feels like. Lavis so I'll look over at Maeve. Does Maeve have any... Mave does not have. Mave has a. Uh, Mave doesn't have lines, Maeve, right? Mave does not yeah. have lines heading to the heavens. Mave has magic within her. Right, but it is not. It is not yeah, connected so Ficaro... anywhere else. It's insulated entirely. Right. So Fakaro will walk over to Maeve and just sort of gesture for her to hold out a hand, and he'll particularly focus on those blue veins and see if he can find or grab anything there. So yeah, as you you you, you can so basically you can see the energy flowing like the sort of the, the font of energy that sorcerers and, and other innate spellcasters have um uh -huh. you can see that font flowing through her um, uh -huh. and you sort of reach out and and tug uh and uh yeah. mave you feel that strange feeling as if something inside you is being pulled out there a burn? through your hand does it burn because he's going no. straight into veins? No, it no, doesn't burn. It does not All burn. Right. It just feels weird. It's like a full body shiver. There's a, it's not even that. It's like 
imagine if you were wearing a body stocking, like a full body stocking, on the inside, and he was pulling that. Yeah, if this is how you, uh... It's that feeling, you know, like, like it's that feeling of cloth being pulled, but it's from inside you. Yeah, maybe not on the first date. Levis returns with more food and a confused expression. Nobody's talking about essences, patrons, or weird magics, Dave. <laughs> I'm telling this to Fakir. Fakir has not said any of it out loud. <laughs> well, no, the conversation that Graza and all of us have had. Well, we haven't talked about essences and stuff, but... Just patrons. Patrons and weird magics. And that could mean anything. There are so, there are people uh, who there are people who have divine connections to their gods literally all over this city. Fakir. Yeah, so yeah. effectively Fakir, this arm allows you to with only with that hand, you can't do it with the other hand, you can right. physically touch magical essence and manipulate it. Okay. As if it were That's, a physical substance. Can he That's really cool. Does that mean he can spell cast through one of us? Maybe. No. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Don't recommend messing with Graza using that. Graza does not have uh, Graza does not have a recognizable magical essence. Because well, it's the not... blood magic that blood hunters do is yeah, thing. but it's not it, it, it that that's not it, there's a difference between magical essence and magical effects. Uh, magical essence is something like sorcerers have, where it's a sort of inner glow of magic that they generate. And with blood mages, it comes from their blood. Uh, blood hunters, uh, blood hunters' magic is more ritualistic than that. It's not you don't have a magical essence within you. You are you have sort of a supernatural essence within you that he can't see or touch. Mm. Just touch touch Graza, pull the werewolf curse out. She transforms involuntarily. Oh, bad times. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't work on you, and it also doesn't work on Dane. Like if he looks at Dane, he can't see anything. Psychic heart magic. That's right. It's all mind power. It's all in your brain. You do, however, see this, you know, you, you, but you can see that, you know, so you're sort of getting a sense for how to read this stuff now. Um, magic, uh -huh. magic that comes from without, magic that comes from without, there's a connection between the user and its source. That's why mm -hmm. there's a line from you to your patron, there's a line from Nerali and from Lavis to their gods. Uh, magic that comes from within is generated personally within their body, which is why Maeve does not have a line to anything. It's just this brilliant glow inside her. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, that's fun. I'm sure I'll come up with some interesting applications or potential experiments. Mm. <laughs> All right. So uh, you are all at breakfast, and Fakir has finished tugging on you. So theoretically, a wizard also would not have any magical essence, because they do all their magic by study rather than by nat rather than by natural talent. Yeah, no, a wizard a wizard manipulates the magic of the world around them. So a wizard a wizard a wizard has a small trace of magical essence, but it doesn't. It's not. It's not the same. Basically, anybody can anybody anybody can learn. Anybody can learn to be a wizard. Not anybody if can they have learn. A, if they have like twenty years to devote their lives to it. Not even that. Like there, there, there are ways to learn magic that are quicker and easier than that. But um, not anybody can become a sorcerer. 
anyone can learn magical formula. Yeah. If they have the aptitude for it. Yeah. Anyways, what are you doing at breakfast? Eating food. <laughs> yeah, I've been eating for a while. I turned to Lavis and I'll say, so you're from here? Correct. Yes, not not this part of the city, but Narali and I are both from the city in varying ways. Well, Narali refuses to come out of the room, so... Um, <laughs> is there... Wh which level, I guess, would, like, a magic shop or magic item shop on or in? Would I know that? First or second tier. Oh, so there'd be one in this tier? Potentially. Lavis doesn't... Lavis has never spent a whole lot of time in the first tier, so it doesn't know specifically, but... Mm -hmm. All the merchant stuff is in the first and second tier. Oh, okay. Takara overhears the shit out of that and gets very interested. Travelers. Probably. It's the travelers. Yeah. Okay. Because right. I'm in the market to see if I can, yeah, I want to look for a magic shop after we get out of here while we wait for Informator, while we wait for. I guess that Dragon does Born. bring. What are different agendas for things we might need to do in the city before the other thing we need to do? Unfortunately, I can't really do much of anything because the guards tend to handle their own work here, it seems. So I've got no agenda. I'd be interested in investigating some of the proprietors of magical items here in the city. And silence overtakes the party. <laughs> I have things I'd like to acquire and do, and I don't know how well I could accomplish them down here, so... You'll be heading further up and in, then? Potentially. Uh, to visit a temple or something. Um, though I'd say... I'd say that probably isn't something where we bring an entire group. Uh, I'm looking directly at Maeve and then at Graza. Graza shrugs. I'll go. Thanks for the invite, Lavis. There are certain norms in the city that I feel like some people might be more or less likely to uphold than others. Oh, well, why don't you tell them me about them on our way to wherever it is we're going? I just, just kind of chuckles. Someone's gonna get arrested. Someone's gonna get arrested. Someone's I've never done that on land either. I'm sure it'll be a very exciting experience. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> And who knows? If you take me into a cathedral or a temple, there might be a chance I'll finally, uh, you know, listen to whatever you prattle about with your god and 
then you could have like a conversion story under your belt. Wouldn't that be good for, uh, you know, whatever it is you guys go around? You have like recruitment drives or charts or something. <laughs> There's just a slight tremor that shakes through the ground below Lavis. <laughs> Thaumaturgy, just like. Here, you witnessed Lavis cast a thaumaturgy spell. (laughs) (laughs) I am so excited. Uh, Dane walks out. (laughs) (laughs) You can announce Uh, that. It's okay. Maeve, what sort of traditions do your uh, seafaring family have that. Uh, well, we might not be aware of. We live on a boat. That's a big one. Uh, just about all the mm-hmm. Valkyria, just about all citizens of the Valkyrie Isles worship Valkyr. Uh, and worshiping Valkyr pretty much entails being a good sailor and fishing a lot. <laughs> well, we're blue veins, so we probably, uh, you know, that's you, you, nobody really. You worship Valkyr because if you don't, he crashes your ship. No, no, I, I got that. I'm talking about on top of that. Yeah, on top of that, I don't know. I know that. There's, there's just, uh, yeah. There's some blue vein stuff that's not, uh, it's not really like what we talk about. But uh, mostly we just, uh, yeah, we live on a boat. Sometimes we dance in the evenings. I mean, like uh, we're all done with the ship stuff. I mean. It's really kind of boring. We just don't talk about God, like, ever. Uh, yeah. Some dancing. Why is I that? Mentioned. The dancing? Because we're really bored. Also, because there's... No, the not talking David. bit. Oh, because there's other stuff to talk about. Plenty of other stuff. Plus, all you gotta do to please your God is to sail the boat good, do some fishing, sell some stuff that's maybe on board the boat, then pick more stuff up, and then go do it all again, because that's how how boats work. I mean, you guys don't know anything about boats. I know a bit. Yeah, not enough. Not enough to run on myself, no. Yeah, that's about it. Have you ever met anyone who's spoken to Valkyr directly? Like today or in general? In general. Have I, DM? Uh, you've met a couple of priests of Valkyr. Or clerics of Valkyr. Yes. Like, you've met I've met Valkyr. people who claimed they've spoken directly to like, uh, our god. Clerics of Valkyr tend to be fishermen. Yeah, they were like... And sailors. <laughs> they were the best of the fishermen. Uh, I see. Interesting. Well, are you coming along or not? Hmm. I don't know. I get from the look on Lavis's face that uh, she doesn't really want. He doesn't really want me to come. And uh, we're going shopping. Oh, Lavis wanna... at this point is like hiding with his food, very embarrassed because Fakir brought up the visit, the talking to gods thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to go shopping. I'd rather go see something that I haven't seen before. I've seen shops before. I haven't ever seen a temple. Boats. Lots of boats. All right. I think I'm going to go check on Raleigh. 
and I will leave. Okay, well, but don't well, leave without me, because I'm excited to go see Assemble. Well, while that's all been going on, Dane, where did you go? I was just went out to the front to see if I could spot a shop from here, and if not, I'd ask somebody for directions There's to... There's a large number of shop. shops you can spot from here. Well, magic shop, like magic item shops. Make a Anything that would check. stand out. Let's see. Nope, that's a natural you one. You don't see a fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is too early for this shit that I just walked away from. <laughs> Make an investigation. Uh, so you don't see the magic shop right away, but you do some, you, you ask a couple people and they, they point you in the right direction, and, you know, <clears throat> further down the strip, basically, towards the towards the elevators that head up to the second tier, you find uh, a small uh, magic magic item shop. Oh, I would have waited for Fakir since he said he wanted to go too. So, yeah. As soon as I, as soon as he comes out, then I'll be like, "Hey, somebody told me this way." Excellent. <laughs> and then I'll head there. All right. So you go to the magic item shop. Yep. All right. Uh, it's so. Let me pull up my shop names, really quickly. Uh, Lavis, while I'm doing this, you go up to check on Norelli. Yeah, I bring door. some food, but I also go up to check on Norelli. Okay. There's a closed door. Yes. Knock. Go up. There. Um. Peepholes, but I don't know the right term, but you know what I mean. There are no peepholes. Okay. Um. Hello? It's me. Oh, open the door. I offer the, I put down the food. Thank you. So, how was the so, morning? Uh, well, Fakir yanked above my head and sort of pulled on my magical essence. So there's that. Um, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and I think that between the others, Maeve is sufficiently distracted for me to attempt a short trip upwards to you know temple and things cool um okay i'm doing? huh how are you doing i'm okay i'm just The less we get out, the less likely that was sort of the original plan. Um, yeah, it was. And then Dane walked off to a magic shop, I think. Yeah, okay. That, that, that's fine. I mean... I don't know. I, I don't... 
have anything I really need or plan to do here. Um, I don't have the best memories of this place, so to speak. So I think the less, the fewer, more um, identifiable people of us who go out, the, the harder it's going to be to track us after we steal the holy relic. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just this giant cringe at the, we're still planning on doing this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's not a bad plan. It's probably a good plan. I mean, it's for a good cause, right? I hope so. It's not a good bad ish. plan. It's oh. probably a good plan. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if 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 you need anything, I'm gonna be easy to find. Right. I mean, she is sharing a room with Dane, so. Yep. Yep. Hopefully, Maeve will not end up in jail. Oh. I mean, hopefully. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm going to cut this awkward conversation off right there. <laughs> <laughs> while, you're, while you're having that conversation, uh, Fakir and Dane have walked down the street to Giles's marvelous scriptorium. Uh, it is a two-story uh, timber and brick building. Uh, it's got a uh, you, you, it, you you notice standing outside of it is a large stone statue that turns as you walk towards it and sort of watches you as you go in through the door. Neat. Uh, and once inside, you see uh, shelves full of uh, scroll cases and potions and wands. And sitting at the back uh, of this building, you know, you, you see the staircases going up to more things. And uh, there's a counter at the back uh, where a sort of a slightly shorter than normal, broader of build uh, female human is sitting, sort of taking notes in a ledger not the type of place that I was looking for. Good morning. You said magic shop. This is the magic shop. Yeah, no, no, I know. She looks up at you and in sort of a bored and sort of a bored, uh, I've said this a thousand times voice, she says, welcome to Giles's Marvelous Scriptorium. We have a wide variety and assortment of magical items. If you need anything, please ask. And she looks back down at her ledger and keeps writing. Fikir starts going through the scrolls. Mm. Alright, uh, there's a number of scrolls. They range from uh, there's you, 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 is there anything in particular that you're looking for? Scrolls for teleportation spells. <laughs> uh, so there is not there is no scroll for teleportation spells. There is a scroll of tongues a scroll of thaumaturgy a scroll of stone skin a scroll of staggering smite a scroll of Mordenkainen's faithful hound a scroll of locate creature a scroll of lightning bolt, a scroll of invisibility, a scroll of feign death, a scroll of fear, 
a scroll of blade ward, and a scroll of protection fey. Damn, I should have gone to the magic store. Now I'm going to go to a temple. <laughs> you were invited. Shit. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I literally was like, like, we're going shopping. Oh, Would you I like thought to you, come? I thought you meant no. Never mind. I got it mixed up. I was not invited to the temple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those are the scrolls that you see. There's a smite one? A scroll of staggering smite. Hmm. That's interesting. Is there any... Um, I really hate to ask you to do this legwork for me, but were any of those ritual spells... I don't think any nope. of them are. Okay. Mm. Unless then I'll go to. Then I'll go to the shopkeeper and ask her what their selection of ritual spells is. Hmm? She looks up at you, looks over at the scrolls, points at them. I'll go look at those. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the scrolls you just looked at. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Those are all the scrolls they have in stock currently. Uh, I'm looking through. Do they have any items other than scrolls and wands? They have potions and scrolls and, and wands. Potions, scrolls, and wands. Yep. What kind of potions do they have? Uh, you, you go look along the shelf. The potions are all very neatly and carefully labeled. Uh, there's an elixir of health. A potion of clairvoyance, a potion, another potion of clairvoyance, a potion of climbing, a potion of diminu diminution, a potion of greater healing, a potion of growth, a regular, uh, two regular potions of healing, a potion of invisibility, a potion of mind reading, a potion of resistance thunder, a potion of speed, a potion of uh, two potions of storm storm giant strengths, and two superior healing potions. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask the shopkeeper. Uh, she knows where I might be able to buy magical items um, or trinkets. Um. If there's any shops on this level or if they're on the second. Yeah, uh, she looks up at you sighs heavily. Uh, uh, says that you could try Ised's Oddities, which is uh, up on the second tier. They have all manner of... They don't, they don't have quite as specific a selection as, as uh, this shop does. You also notice that she's wearing a name tag, and the name tag says Essex. Essex? Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. Marvel Yeah, so she's just an employee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll wait well, outside. Thanks. Giles is out to lunch, and his employee does not have nearly as much enthusiasm for the art as he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's just breakfast. Breakfast. It's, yeah, it's actually it's actually a chain store. 
So yeah, I'll go. I'll go wait outside until uh, Cares had his fun. Okay. And what kind of wands did they have? They have wands. They have. Uh, they have a uh, plus one wand of the war mage. A or sorry, they have th- They have one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. Sorry, so, so they have one, two, three, four, five plus one wands of the War Mage. Uh, one, two, three plus two wands of the War Mage. A wand of fear, a wand of lightning bolts, a wand of mat, two wands of mat, sorry, three wands of magic detection, a wand of polymorph, a wand of secrets, and a wand of wonder. Uh. What's the Wand of Secrets do? You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I walked right into that one. (laughs) Well, yeah, you kind of (laughs) did. He'll grab it and hold it up and be like, what does this do? proceeds to blow the roof off of the building. <laughs> Essex looks over at you, shrugs, and looks back at her ledger. She's focused. Focused on the work. You don't know identify, do you? Yes, I do. But it's a, it's a ritual spell. Yeah. He'll cast identify. Okay. Without his book of shadows and... Boom. Uh, so the Wand of Secrets wand has three charges, and while holding it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges, and if a secret door or trap is within 30 feet of you, the wand pulses and points at the one nearest to you. It points out secret doors and traps. <laughs> yep. This is relevant. <laughs> I wonder if the GM's telling us something. <laughs> Yeah, you can't afford it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's generally what the GM tells me. But you just got so much money. Um, yeah, and he'll look at... Um, I'm surprised the Wand of the War Mage didn't catch your attention. The Oh, eight, it already, that already did. Eight of them. Yeah, he'll go over and pick up the Wand of the War Mage and uh, the plus two one. Okay. And... Ask her how much this one is. She looks up at it. Looks back down at her book. 212 gold. Really? Well, I'll give you 112 gold for it. Mm. She points to a sign on her desk that says no bargaining. (laughs) (laughs) 
all sales final. No refunds. <laughs> Those are next to the first sign. Yeah. Do not charisma the intern. It's not. It's not good policy. Stuff. It's just the store policy. Like the 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 intern has so little care in the world right now. <laughs> Yes, that is that is what an intern is. An intern is a being of little shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lack of giving a shit golem. <laughs> yes, well, um, I'm sorry, uh, Essex, was it? <laughs> she looks at you and nods. How much do they pay you here? Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> See, I had an assistant once, and she was very, very helpful. Uh, if you're looking for alternate employment, I might have opportunities. Do you give credit for cut for school? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Let's see how her bullshit leader looks today. Literally an actual intern. <laughs> she looks at you and rolls her eyes and goes Doing back this to for reading. school credit. You don't even. I pull out 212 gold. <laughs> <laughs> she takes the money. <laughs> and I pocket my plus two wand of the war mage. Hot damn. So wand of the war mage gives you, basically gives you a, it gives, when you use it to cast a spell, uh, you get a bonus to your spell attack rolls determined by the wand, by the wand's plus bonus. That's literally all it does. I mean, you also, and I ignore half cover? Yeah, you can ignore half cover when making the spell attack. But. Okay, cool. If you have spell sniper, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you didn't want the wand of, you didn't want a wand of wonder? Those are fun. Those are stupid. Wand of wonder's fantastic. It's the best wand in the world. You never used your wand of wonder in the 3-5 campaign. I used it all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like the spy master that you played used the wand of wonder all of twice <laughs> the wand of wonder is awesome like as you look at the wall of, as you look at the wand of wonder you see that it has cobwebs on it nobody <laughs> nobody has touched it <laughs> <laughs> like all the other wands have been cleaned and everything the wand of wonder and it's a nice like the wand of wonder is a it's a golden rod with a bunch of differently colored like gemstones set all over it's very gaudy. it looks like it looks it looks like cross between a lightning rod and a christmas tree yeah it's 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 very very gaudy <laughs> uh and, it's know, extraordinarily it, gaudy it looks valuable but it probably isn't um yeah, it's just sitting there gathering dust currently. So, uh, is that is the wand of war mage all you're buying? 
Yep. Right. <clears throat> so Fakir walks out. Back to the conversation between the Raleigh and Levis. <laughs> was there was there was that conversation going anywhere further? Um I can't remember what the last thing said at this point was. So it was, um, well, I hope everything ends up being alright. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of umming and umming. I mean, it's this is me talking, not Nerali. I I don't Nerali's gonna will keep talking until she'll keep engaging conversation until Lavis goes, but Yeah, Lavis and Nerali will probably have a minute or two more of conversation, but mm-hmm. probably not terribly like significant plot stuff. No. Okay. And then what happens? Um, Meanwhile, Maeve's just downstairs at the breakfast table like, sure hope someone comes back to get me. Are you are you going to go find a temple, Lavis? Yeah, I think first thing Lavis is going to do is try and find a temple, specifically try and find a temple to Meshachul, but any temple's going to work at first, I guess. All right. Norali so, suggests the window if he's trying to avoid people. Lavis doesn't have he's feather ball, people. and he's Half the height of everyone else. <laughs> no. I mean, we're still on first floor, though, right? No, you're on no ours is up the stairs. <laughs> oh. Second floor. Yeah. That's right. And it's twice the fall damage. Never mind. Raleigh did not suggest that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Lavis, Lavis comes back down. Graza and Dave both see Lavis. Lavis heads straight for the door. Yep. You gonna chase after? Yes, I am. Get going. Maeve chases after Lavis. I'm going to sit table. here and eat food. Lavis! Are we ready to go? <laughs> um. I'm so excited. I don't have any city, stealth spells. The bigger city, biggest city I've ever been in. It's gonna be awesome. I try and look for a temple. Alright. Like, so, my objective is not gonna change. Most of the temples on the first, most of the temples on the first tier are, uh, not very well stocked or populated. They're just mm-hmm. sort of traveler's rests more than anything else. Um, going up a tier, uh, there starts to be a few more. Uh, the first temple you see on the second tier is the temple of Mishra. Or Mithra. Yeah, Mithra. Keep forgetting how to Mistra, Mistra, Temple of Mistra. I keep forgetting how to, I keep forgetting how to pronounce her name. Yes, Temple mm-hmm. of Mistra is the first temple, like proper temple you see. Right. Um. Would I know just from having lived here, and if if Mishakul has temples in the city, like that are not located on the at the one that I grew up at. Uh, no, pretty much that's the one. Okay. Uh, then I'm just going to pop the description for the thing to the chat. I'm looking for the material component for that thing. Uh, the. Wait. Is it, it doesn't say what the material. Damn it. <laughs> 
That's absolutely 100% my fault. Uh, there's a, there's a non-expendable material component that comes with that, which is that yeah. thing. Yeah, you can find those. Uh, you, you've okay. The Temple of Mistra has those easily. Yeah. <clears throat> I was figuring that most temples would probably keep some. So if I could purchase that. Yeah, sure. Okay. I spend my fight money on golden rings, and then I finally like turn uh, around and acknowledge me. Platinum rings, specifically. Or platinum, fancy magic rings. To her credit, Maeve has said nothing this entire time. She says absolutely nothing. She hasn't even made any sarcastic facial expressions. She is just like focused and silent. Well, the Temple of Mistra uh, is full of both sorcerers and clerics. Uh, it has a statue to Mistra uh, in the foyer. Uh, it's fairly, fairly standard style of temple in this place. Uh, Lavis knows that most of the temples in the city of Varus are to form. Uh, some of them are more complex than anything else, but outside of that, So what do we do here? Is this like a thing? Are we supposed to like give them some money or something? Lavis finishes paying for something. Oh, am I supposed to give money too? To be honest, this isn't really my temple. I don't know what the specific appropriate practices are, but if you're interested, I'm sure there's like a priest or someone, priest or a sorcerer walking around who... There are a number of them. Find someone who's... Yeah, actually, I, I look around and see if I can find anyone who seems like they have reasonable ranking within the temple. Um, there are a couple of them, yes. I I go over, um, and I say, Beck and Maeve over. Uh, Maeve, you wanted to ask questions about, I think that uh, might be of more help than I am for this particular Do I give them the money? The priest, the, the cleric is just looking at you confused. Yeah. Hello. Hey. Is there, do we give you I money? Equally confused. Um, no. What do we do here? Is there some sort of like thing? The lady of the weave doesn't require anything of her followers. What? So what do you do here? We 
attend the temple and worship her and worship the weave of magic itself. Study. Why? Learn. Ah, uh, the why question. Because studying and learning enhances our own knowledge and the knowledge of others. That's all you do? There's not like a... Well, we, we, we teach those who desire how to wield the weave of magic. That's... Oh, yeah, no, I got I got that nailed. Uh... <laughs> it's a little, like, I'm not sure why. I, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah, no, got that under control. Uh... That's all you guys do? You don't, like, rescue children and, and widows and orphans and... Well... That's a. <sighs> we we take care of those who come to us for aid. Yes. So you just stay here in this building and hang out and wait for people to come to you. No. I'm not sure <laughs> you know what question you're trying to ask. Do I give you the money? <laughs> Circle back the question you asked. You don't give. We don't expect anybody to give us money. Oh. All right. Maybe if you have questions, you can ask. But if you don't, we cannot. I'm. I've also finished my business. <sighs> Just sort of the like pleading for less embarrassment. <laughs> like the priest, the, the cleric is just confused. It's like I don't, yeah. I don't know what you're trying to ask. <laughs> it's boring in here. I don't like it in here. Well, that's perfectly fine. You can, uh, oh, it's not your fault. It's just plenty of other places to go. There are. You are correct. <sighs> this place is not interesting. I'm sorry to hear you think that. No, no, it's not your fault. <laughs> well, All right, let's go to the next one. Lavis sighs. Uh, sort of gives a small, respectful, like, thank you, sorry. Oh, Maeve bows, because she's got that in her head that that's how that works. Maeve bows. He just sort of waves and walks away. And Lavis says, um, Maeve, you realize that's like goddess magic, right? Like... Bowing or what? The temple, Mistra. It's not all that removed from your own things you do. Pirate things? This god does magic. pirate things? The magic, magic things. Part. Yeah, yeah, no, magic. the magic thing isn't a god thing. The magic thing is a is a fucking long story is what that is, but... Okay, so for followers of Mistra, it's not necessarily always... Um, magic is not always a god's thing. It can also be another thing. I like how she's... I like how... Or, he, I, like, I like how Lavis has stopped saying language. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, your... that... Fortunately, I'm pretty sure Maeve joined the party after Lavis had given up on that. Not always, because Maeve has heard it. Hmm. Where's your temple? I want to go to your temple. Um, 
Can I do some sort of a check to determine how impossible it is to get Maeve up several tiers to the middle tiers? Sure, what? Uh, would that be history or... Religion. I'm just going to roll intelligence because all my intelligence are nothing. You don't think it'd be difficult at all. <laughs> Can I roll intelligence just as straight because sure. I know who I am? Go ahead. Just for funsies. <laughs> no, actually, if he doesn't be difficult at all, Lavis will head back towards the first tier and back towards the end. Uh, you don't think it'll be difficult either, Maeve. All right, let's go. Where's your temple? We're going somewhere else first. Where? And if you take me back to the inn, I'm going to cry. Okay. Well, I was heading towards the inn. Maeve cries, huh. predictably. <laughs> that is accepted. Graza, you see Lavis and the crying Maeve walk into the inn. Meanwhile, Fakir and, Fakir and Dane, what are you doing? Jesus. I was heading to the oddities place. Well, I was heading you had it in you. I said oddities. All right. Yep. Uh, Save me. You go to Eastside's Oddities. Uh, Eastside's Oddities is a single-story building uh, of solid iron on the second on the second tier. You you go to the elevator and go up, and <clears throat> it's just a, a few doors away from the tier. It's a solid iron building uh, in the middle of a bunch of wood and stone buildings, so it kind of stands out. Um, and and the floor is sort of a it is sort of like a, a, a an interesting mosaic design on the floor uh, as you walk in and at the other end of the room there is a dwarf uh, sitting at a counter polishing a mirror. Morning, sir. Um, ah, good morning. I was wondering, uh, perhaps, if you had any. Uh, what what trinkets you might have available? What items you might have available for sale? Um, I'll take a look around. We have a we have a wide variety of stuff. Okay, <laughs> basically, I'm looking for if I can't find my a replacement right. for my mage bands, the iron bands of Billero. So you see a light crossbow. This person is much less intern. You see yeah. a light crossbow. A suit okay. of adamantine splint armor, uh, a deck of illusions, an elixir of health, a headband of intellect, oil of slipperiness, a periapt of wound closure, a potion of gaseous form, a potion of greater healing, two potions of storm giant strength, a potion of supreme healing, a ring of mind shielding. A spell scroll of Mage Hand and a spell scroll of Stone Skin. So none of what you're looking for. Yeah. A bunch of other stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he'll. Fakir, you also see all of this. Yeah. Okay. He'll hang around inside and peruse 
Do either of you do anything else? Uh, yeah, I'm just deciding on if I want to get anything. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> There's a sporting event going on somewhere? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the fight club again. Ah. <laughs> what's, the Jeopardy, the what's, the, what's the Jeopardy music? I don't know. Do, right do, off the top do, of my head. Do, do, oh, yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah, the dwarf pulls out a violin and just starts playing it. He goes, do, 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 do. The air begins to accompany him on the flute. Shielding. Yeah, not really anything. <laughs> yeah, no. Dun 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 dun. I don't think I want to do anything. <laughs> All right, Dane, Dane. Dane walked in, looked around, determined he didn't want anything, and walked back out. Yep. I'll think. Thank you for your help, and then turn like right back around. <laughs> You're welcome. Come back and see us again. And then I don't know if Ficare's still in there or what, but no, Ficare will follow you. Okay, then yeah. After two busts, he's just gonna assume that he's gonna have to wait till he gets back to Asolian to get that. Okay. So he's gonna head back to the inn. All right. Do both of you head back to the inn? Uh -huh. Yeah. All right. You both head back to the inn. When Lava sees Fakir, he'll wave Fakir down. Yes. Help me. <laughs> I'm sorry, what's happening? Wave, help me. What? You need help, Lavis? Scoots Fakir. Off to the other side of the room. <laughs> yes, what is something happening? Something shiny what? in front of her, or something. All right. Just for care will hmm. What will for care do? So Lavis has asked us for care to something shiny in front of Maeve. It's a it's an expression, but yes. Fakir <laughs> will take that literally and blind Maeve. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you should have got that wand of wonder. It would have been fantastic. <laughs> should have given the wand of wonder to Maeve. It's not too late. Run back, get it. Buy it. <laughs> Fakir 
Fakir is suddenly struck by a genius idea and runs back to the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that while he was gone, Maeve wouldn't have talked Lavis into something else. Uh, Lavis isn't really... <laughs> Lavis doesn't... Lavis is not the kind to be a tour guide. No, no. It's like... More horrifying than the possibility Maeve could do something really stupid and get herself arrested is the possibility that she might not, and Lavis might have to show Maeve around his house. <laughs> Lavis, I'm I'm ready. Are you ready to go? I head upstairs. Awesome. We're going upstairs first. I'll be right here. I use Thaumaturgy to slam the door and then lock it to my room. Okay, Maeve's a pirate. She probably knows how to pick locks. Rosa just watches this exchange and is busting a gut laughing as they go upstairs. Oh, that Fakir is still trying to figure out what to do to distract me. <laughs> okay, Maeve, Maeve kind of hears the door slam and figures out she's not really wanted question mark and so she turns and goes out the door and goes back to the temple where they were before okay Maeve goes to the Maeve, Maeve I cast while, sending for while, Fakir while Fakir is still thinking of what to do to distract Maeve Maeve walks Maeve out, walks out. Fakir's very confused as to what's going on and Graza is just dying laughing <laughs> Lavis, what do you send to Fakir? Just tell me when she's gone. Oh, she's gone. She went to a temple, apparently. Is it message or sending where you can send a quick response? Um, sending, you can send a quick response because it's a third level spell. I don't get message. I like how that in the description of sending, however, they refer to it as a short message with a capital M. Oh, yeah. it's absolutely the most confusing thing. Because isn't it's message a longer like one? Um, yeah, message is the longer one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Lava says, tell me when she's <laughs> gone. Fakir says, she's gone. Then yep. we can switch back over to Maeve, but while Maeve is out, Lavis is going to try and Avoiding the path Maeve might take. Head. Okay. Head where it is. Is anybody else head. doing anything else? Graza is laughing. <laughs> that is what I am doing. Other than that. Is Fakir or Dane or Narali doing anything else? I'm waiting nope. for whatever we're waiting for. I mean, it's still like what? It's like 11 in the morning now. It's not even noon yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on like the first like day. Yeah. yeah. Nirali pretty much unless she is pulled out unless there's something specifically that draws her out of the room, you can assume she's staying in the room for the next two days. Someone fight me. <laughs> All right. Maeve, you get back to the Temple of Mystery. I go find the gentleman we talked to earlier. You go and find him. Hello. Uh I was from earlier. Uh, pleasure. Uh, 
Okay. <laughs> Pleasure to see you again. I'm wondering if you can tell me where the it's, temple it's, of it's uh, been like it's been like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna be polite, all right? I know. There's... No need. There's no need to be rude. Apparently, Claire's <laughs> don't like that. No, he didn't. He, he didn't say that. That was me saying that. It's been like 15. I know. Minutes. I know. Uh, and here, Maeve has to think of the name of Lavis's god. Can you tell me Roll where the temple? Roll an intelligence check. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Fine. You know Lavis's god is Mishakal. I ask him where the temple to that god is. He tells you where it is. Excellent. How do I get there? Uh, we just keep going. Uh, he points. It's four tiers up from here. What does that mean? It's on the sixth tier of the city. What does that mean? You're currently on the second tier of the city. <laughs> four more up. No, what is a tier? It's a, like a level. It's you. You were on the oh, first tier. You went up an elevator to the second tier. The third tier is up another elevator to the third tier. Then there's another. There's elevator an elevator. Up to the fourth. Okay. Yes. Why is your city made of levels? You don't know. Never mind. Thank Be you for your time and. Because it was carved out of the mountainside. Oh, fascinating. Have you ever lived on a boat? Yes. <sighs> Did you love it? Not particularly, no. Oh. <laughs> Have a nice day. Goodbye. And Maeve, and Maeve leaves. <laughs> oh. oh my god. <laughs> okay. Maeve goes to look for the elevator, or whatever the hell he just told her to do. All up right. to the next level. Yeah, you get through the elevator perfectly fine to go up to tier three. Okay. I go look for the next one. You go up to tier four. I look for the next one. You go up to tier five. I look for the next one. You go up to tier six. Okay, I get off and I look for the temple. It's not hard to spot. <laughs> it's kind of the hospital. At this so... point, at this point, Lavis has already arrived at the temple. Okay. Is there any so... way that I can walk up behind him without him seeing me and be like, hey. I think I got there. With some time. Yeah, no, you don't know Lavis is there yet. Lavis is Lavis has been there for a few bit for a little. Yeah. So first perception. If there's check any situ if there's any situation in which that could happen, that would be amazing. Right. Uh, if I have to check how a certain spell works, but you might perception check. You might have that opportunity. Oh wait. Add one to that because I rolled persuasion for some reason. Okay, they all start with per. It's fine. <laughs> There's three of them right there. Um, yeah. It, oh. And what is that for? Uh, that was for checking for other party members. There are, I no, assume other par there are no other party members. There are none. Early. Okay, good. Um, if that's the case, where's the The temple is a little bit less uh, populated than it was the last time you were here, though. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay. Um, in that case, I... 
Actually, it seems like it takes the same amount of time to do that. As, um, I will sort of sit down, uh, start praying and paying my respects. Okay. Because it's actually been a long time since I've had a temple actually dedicated to my god. Um, and after that, I will cast, uh, I will, Uh, sorry, I don't know what happened to my spell list. I prepped it last time. Word of rumor. Uh, <laughs> you have to find willing creatures within five the, feet of you. Instantly teleport to a previously designated yeah. sanctuary. The version that designates the sanctuary. You must um, designate a sanctuary by casting a spell within the location, such as a temple dedicated to or strongly linked to your deity. If you attempt to cast a spell in this manner in the area that isn't dedicated to your deity, it's close enough. It's okay. Okay, so you designate this deity, this 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 temple as yeah. your sanctuary. And I hope I'm just sort of thinking it'll probably work because this seems like an important enough location. Yeah, it works. Okay. Um, and after doing that, I will probably just head out uh, and head back. All right, Maeve, make a sleep, make a stealth check. So, you see, you both see each other at the same time. Maeve <laughs> trying to be, trying to sort of quietly and cautiously head up towards the temple. Lavis, as you leave the temple, so you, the two of you lock eyes. I continue Hi. to walk back towards the inn. All right, see you later. Lavis continues the, to walk past. Maeve goes into the temple. All right. Uh, it is fairly... It's fairly empty for a temple, uh, for a temple this large, at least. All right, Maeve sits down or kneels down or whatever the local custom is. Okay, there. do either or. Just kind of sits. Okay, you sit and looks around. You look around. Are there any people around? <laughs> A few, like, a few, but they're being very quiet and keeping to themselves. Okay. So also being very quiet, I would like to say, so I don't do this very often, but this person in my new band of friends seems to think you're pretty great. Uh, so I thought I'd come here and see what happens and maybe stop being such a jackass to him. Make a religion check. <laughs> you feel a small hint of warmth in your chest. Oh. That was not there before. Oh. I have heartburn from that weird breakfast. No, it's not it's not painful. <laughs> it's not it's oh. not heart it's not Did like you just get saved? It's just <laughs> It's, you feel a comforting warmth in your chest. You got 11% saved. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened, guys. Um, so I don't know anything about you. I don't know what you look like or 
what you stand for. I'm hoping it's not like baby killing, but you, you look to the right and see a statue of Misha Call. She's a <laughs> she's a woman. Uh a fairly petite woman, uh kneeling over a you know, just like sort of like in a kneeling pose. Oh. You're kinda of pretty. I thought you were gonna say kneeling over a small child. He's like, No, you're baby. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Like Maya completely misinterprets it. In a, in yeah. A, Please, pose. not the babies. In a, in a kneeling pose. Sort of in a prayerful pose. So, yeah, I don't really know anything about you, but Lavis is, is, seems to think you're good, and, and Lavis does a lot of good stuff for our group, and ever since I kind of washed up on shore, I mean, that's a long story, and if you're a god, you probably know the whole thing anyway. That's how gods work, right? Uh... Yeah, kind of been taking that out on people. Probably kind of been a jackass to some certain people. And I probably shouldn't do that anymore. And I'm just kind of trying to make sense of all of this. So maybe you could, like, help me or something. I don't know. Do you do that? Is there, like, a like a keychain or something I need? Or, like, a book? Dial I don't know. 800. Make another yeah. religion check. Uh, you feel you feel another sense of comforting warmth in your chest, and it it actively calms your anxiety. Huh? Maybe I should have been paying attention to all this shit years ago. You feel like the statue just shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man! It, 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 it didn't move at all, but you just get this funny sense that it shrugged at you. I mean, come on. I've been living on a boat. Don't do that. We lived on a boat. The god was all about fishing and sailing good, and we did that, so it didn't matter. How was I supposed to know that this was all suddenly going to become important once that boat no longer existed? Don't shrug again. I, I feel like that's what you're going to do. Uh, <laughs> I really wish I could see Aaron's face right now. So, uh, yeah, I kind of wish to. <laughs> so, what do I do with all this? Do I do I? I have to go back and talk to Lavis, don't I? Don't shrug. Uh, is there like a gift shop? Do I get some sort of like memento T-shirt? I don't know. I've seen I've seen holy people with mementos. Do I need those or like? So uh, your your vision is you you suddenly out of the corner of your eye you see like sort of a a flash of some kind, um, and you look and there's an, there's an altar further into the temple uh, from where you're standing, uh, and there's just a sort of a a beam of light shining down onto the altar through one of the windows. Wow, you are really good at this. I go over to the light, sitting and on, get sucked into it and die. <laughs> sitting on the altar, uh, in <laughs> sitting, sitting on the altar in the beam of light is a small icon. It is, uh, it's a small infinity symbol. Yeah, I'm not going to steal from a temple. I might be a pirate, but that's wrong. You go Unless... to grab it, and then Thanos tries. <laughs> yeah wait she turns around and looks at the statue unless you want me to take this 
what do I do with this? You have to be more specific. I'm not like a, a details kind of gal. I need a map. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is perfect. You almost showed me a new keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to assume that this is not just coincidence or me hallucinating after eating that cookie at the fight club last night. <laughs> I'm going to put this in my pocket, and if that's wrong, like, smite me or something, and I'll put it back. All right? We have a deal? Okay. <laughs> I, I very carefully put it in my pocket and then look around nervously to see if anyone is, like, watching me do this. As you pick up the item, the icon, the light fades. God. No, wait, you are really good. Do you guys have, like, cookies or something, or is that too much to ask for? You feel like the statue just shrugged again. Okay, we no, gotta work on... We gotta work on your people skills, but that's okay, so does most people. <laughs> I was really hoping there would be, like, a small urchin dressed in, like, vestments of, of light, Michigan yeah. with, like, this shocked expression <laughs> on their face. Oh, my! <laughs> I go over and I awkwardly attempt to like high five the statue, but like not high five it, just like kind of thank it. So I kind of end up like petting its head. Like it's it's a really large statue. I pet its foot or as high up as I can reach. You like the the elbow. The elbow. (laughs) You elbow pet. I I gently touch its elbow and say. Uh, thank you. And if you are the kind of god that that can see all kinds of things, which I'm guessing based on this, you are. Uh, and if you can see my parents, tell them that I'm coming uh, eventually. And if you know where my brothers are, keep them safe. And uh, maybe uh, don't let me be so afraid anymore. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks. Bye. <laughs> As you turn to walk out of the best. Table, Shit, I'm going to get caught. Uh, you hear a loud smashing and crashing sound. Oh, no. Stone golem. Do you turn around? No, but I wish I had a mirror that I could just kind of... Yes, I I turn around. Laying across the altar that you just picked up an icon from... Uh, is a humanoid figure. Above him is a hole in the ceiling. Uh, the humanoid figure Hello? is dressed in leathers, um, has shock white hair, and appears to be unconscious. I go over to him. <laughs> and then I, well, I yell for help first. There were other people around. Uh, the, people, I, the, the people that were around scattered when apparently this person fell through the ceiling. <clears throat> I turned back to the statue. Okay, we got to talk about your followers sometimes being kind of pussies here, all right? <laughs> and then I run over to the guy and look at him. Uh, he is unconscious. Can I check? To, obviously, it's because he's... 
fallen through a window? Are there any other visible no. signs of trauma? There's, there's, there's a, not a window, there's a hole in the stone ceiling. Oh. And there's a lot of rubble all around the altar now. I look up in the hole in the ceiling and yell, Hey! Hey, your guy fell! Or something equally nonsensical. <laughs> <laughs> hey Oscar, how you Did doing? Did you drop this guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, me, are you missing a man? Wait. Guys, there's something wrong with your floor. Yeah. I look. Hey, hey I look Oscar, over and look at the guy, and I kind of like pat his cheek, like, "Hey, buddy, wake up and please don't try to kill me." Uh, no, I'm so sorry. There's no reaction. Can I? I don't know a damn thing. Can I check and see if he's our, like what I could do? Make a medicine check. Oh my god. Aha! Uh, Holy shit. shit. Well, you, you don't know if there's anything you could do, but you imagine that Lavis might know. Well, Lavis left. Lavis actually probably didn't leave that tier of the city. He was just, like, giving it to the Lavis, make a, make a, Lavis, make a perception check. How the hell is Maeve supposed to know that? You're not, but you can go and try and find Lavis. Lavis, uh, you didn't see anything, but you did hear a loud crash coming from your temple. Oh, no. no, no she's and, you know, now and you know that Maeve is there. Correct. Now she's going to think I did this. I look back at the statue. Come on. We'll help see. me. I, I Please help have me. proficiency at wisdom saves, so I might not. Um, so, yeah, I, I am heading back to the temple. I just kind of grip the guy's hand and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. I was talking to the statue and she gave me a thing and then there was you. Come on, buddy. Wake up. And then there was some, by the time that she says, and then there was you, Lavis comes back into the temple. I was just asking her to help me not be afraid, but you fell through the fucking floor and now I'm even more afraid. Ceiling. Ceiling, you fell through your floor into through this ceiling. I'm totally <laughs> afraid. I think Maeve is making about this much sense right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I Levis is just like, okay, I don't know what's going on. Injured person. So you in a go, place where injured people go. So you go over to the figure and you check him over for injuries and you find that he has no visible external injuries. I'm going to feel stupid if this is like a statue that just fell through the ceiling. Oh, no, it's a person. Oh, it's a person. Good deal. I'm, I'm assuming a natural 20 medicine check made you pretty confident it's a person. Yeah, no, no. You're, you're pretty certain it's a person. I don't you, just know. Don't know, you just don't know how to fix it. It's one of those lifelike mannequins. <laughs> yeah, I don't know and, what they have in this temple. And the reason you didn't know how to fix it is because, as Lavis can now test, there doesn't appear to be any physical damage. Hey, he's not dead, is he? Maeve? No, I'm so sorry. I had nothing to do with this. I was just in here and I was okay, talking. Calm, and calm she down. shrugged at me and then she gave me a thing and I like waved the icon in Lavis's face. It was yeah. right there and there was a, a thing. Of, there was a thing and I don't, right. I'm calm so down. sorry. Right. I know this is your place. I'm so sorry. I just wanted to. All right, Maeve, you immediately calmed down. Oh. Oh, Three? this place is, this place is really good. Yes. Yeah, I could get used yes, to this. It is. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, can you tell me what happened? Yeah, I was talking to the statue and she shrugged at me and I went over there and I got the thing. Hold up the thing. And then I was walking back and I touched the elbow and a guy fell through the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it's like listening to a dream. <laughs> Did I get anything out of that? Other well, you got that. Apparently, Maeve was talking to Mishakal, and Mishakal gave her one of Mishakal's icons. Okay. Because uh, the infinity symbol is the symbol of Mishakal. Yep. Um, and then she went over and touched the statue, and some and a guy fell through the ceiling. This guy, in particular. Okay. You look up. There's a hole in the ceiling. Okay. Do you want me to go through the hole? Place or from living here, would I know an obvious place that someone fell from? Nope. I can okay. go up through the hole. I can go up and see what's up there. Um, I don't. I'm. I'm pretty confident that that is not really the thing to be worrying about right now. Um. Right, but I don't know how to do any of the other stuff. Right. Make what another... you can do right now. Both of you, both of you, make another perception check for me. <laughs> so you, you both suddenly realize that the warm feeling that you normally have in this temple has gone cold. Okay. Uh, and you hear a clicking sound. Travis, is that something that normally happens in here? No. Okay, just check <laughs> I'm still trying to, like, so figure out if there's anything. Does this resemble that thing Fakir does where he falls unconscious? Does this resemble something else I might no. have seen? No, no. There's, there's a someone Maeve, walking behind you. <laughs> Maeve turns around with her hands out, Lavis like... This is dumb. Levis is dumb and preoccupied. There's a, there's, Maeve, there's a turns sound. around. Coming from one of the side hallways that leads off this temple, for, or leads off this chamber further into the temple. Maeve turns that way. And... Do you have any idea what's going on? Because I don't. Well, as Maeve, as, 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 as Maeve turns towards that clicking sound and as Lavis asks Maeve a question, uh, Maeve sees a tall, lithe, red figure... Uh, with taloned feet and wings, dragging the corpse of a acolyte of Mishakal around the corner. Holy fuck, run! It's, it, it, it is followed by two more of its kind. Run! Uh, run now! Run! They, they, they spread their wings, give an evil hiss, which then, with, uh, combined with Maeve saying, run, run, Draws Lavis's attention to the tree. Yeah. And Maybe that, like grabs Lavis and yanks. And that is where we're okay, going to yeah. end this session. Oh. So, <laughs> I feel like I'm pushing the Temple of Mishkul. So, it was so wonderful. Thank you all very much for joining us as we went through this uh, interesting episode of Grand Terror Adventures. <laughs> uh, we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. If you'd like to support us financially, you can, you can donate on a monthly basis on our, to our Patreon page. And if you'd like to support us without the monthly donation, but you'd like to support us financially anyways, we do have a one-time donation button on our website. You can go to finalshowfilms.com, click the Donate Now button to give us some money. We really appreciate it. Thank you especially to our $25 supporters, Chris Comfort and Antitonic, without whom we would be able to do quite a lot of the things that we do. Uh, this has been Great Tired Adventures, and we will see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody!
Bye. 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 Goodbye.